There's two ways to make money. One, you sell something. Two, you work for somebody who sells something. That's it. So uh, <laughs> you're either going to work at Apple as an employee. That means Apple is selling or yeah. you're going to sell the iPhone accessories, you know? Uh, so all you have to do is come up with something to sell, you know, like, what am I going to sell? Uh, what do people want? What do people value? So you can create products. You can create brands. You can create, I can draw on a piece of paper. I can draw on a piece of paper and post it on my Twitter and say, whoever wants this drawing, send me a hundred dollars. I can get somebody to send it to me. I just created, you know, money out of thin air, actually out of a piece of paper. Right. So it, it, it's all, you're, you're only limited by your imagination. And your ability to communicate, you know, what you're willing to do for people and the value that you bring. You have to negotiate these things. Welcome back to the Rise at Home podcast, the place where we share all the tea, all the laughs, all the failures and all the successes on our journey to financial freedom. My name's Amma. I'm Travis. I'm Money Mikes. And you're listening to Rice at Home. The reason why you're going to pay for this, um, you're going to pay for this drawing that I just made. And the reason why you're going to pay $100 for it is because I draw better than everybody else. Or I drew a picture of you. You know, of course you want a picture of yourself. So, um, but you have to be able to, to communicate these things. Yeah. You know, the reason why people are going to go buy six-figure side hustles is because I can communicate the fact that anybody and everybody can start a brand because we have the internet, right? So... Uh, all the objections come and say, oh, well, what if I'm in India or what if I'm in, um, what if I'm in, I don't know, wherever, you know, what if I'm in Australia? And what's crazy is they don't recognize the fact that they're talking to me directly. And instead of asking me questions, they could be selling me something. So they they understand that we're connected, but they don't understand that we're connected. You get what I'm saying? So it's called the World Wide Web. Everyone has access to it. You don't log into Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Australia. You just get on the Twitter, you know? So as long as someone speaks the same language as me, we're good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and most people speak English anyway. Well, not most, but quite a lot of people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can create money out there. More than enough people to make you a millionaire. Say it again? more than enough English speakers in the world to make you a millionaire. Yeah, exactly. So check this out. English speakers in the world, if 99.99% of people don't want your products or services, or they don't have access to even view your products or services, that last 1%, that last, or sorry, not 1%, that one last 100th of a percent can make you wealthy, you know? Like, because so many people, it's a numbers game. So I, I spoke about this recently. If you were to sell, if you were to pitch to seven people and, and six people told you no, right? That you get six no's in a row and that last person tells you yes. And that last person gives you a hundred dollars because they're going for your sales pitch, right? You no longer care about that tell you no. You realize that the more people that tell you no means the more people will tell you yes. You know? Come on, that's it right there. Take us to church. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yo, uh, you said no, you're not interested? Cool, move on to the next person. Hey, this is what I got. 
you don't like it, cool. I'll go find somebody who does like it. You know, eventually I'm gonna come to yes. It just becomes a numbers game. Like, especially if if every seventh person who did say yes, if they give me a thousand dollars. Yeah. So now I only need, you know, now I only need five people every month to tell me yes, you know, and I've created a living. So you definitely trade money on nothing. <laughs> okay, so like with regards to like self-promotion, right? So what we've seen, uh, from what we've seen of you like on Twitter, a lot of people would say that your methods are unconventional. So when you look at people that talk about growing Twitter, they, they say, oh yeah, don't put a link all the time. Uh, people don't like that and blah, blah, blah. But obviously your results speak for themselves. Can you like tell us how you got to the strategy or is it just what you do? Yeah, yeah, check this out. If somebody doesn't like what I do, unfollow me, who cares? No, I say that and it's funny and we laugh and shit, but it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> for people who believe in what I'm doing, I'm looking for people who want my information. Therefore, to, to be aware of who wants my services, who wants my information, who wants my products, I need to know who doesn't want it. And if you don't want it, stop following me. You know what I'm saying? I'm on a mission to find the people who do want it. So um, what's crazy is everyone tries to make, I call it playing business, right? Everyone tries to make business seem like it's this very like sly, slick type of thing. Like we got to show up at the coffee shop with suitcases and suits and to talk about this and talk about that. It's all bullshit, right? What can you do for me? What can I do for you? Can we get this together? Can you help me? Can I help you? That's the end of the transaction, you know? Or maybe we can do it all the time. So the strategy that I use on Twitter is to provide value, provide value, provide value, sell, sell, sell. So for some people, they say, I hate when you're trying to sell, but I love your, uh, but I love the value that you provide. Well, either you're going to stick around or you're going to dip. I don't care, you know? But some people are like, I can convey my message to say that uh, I, I do provide value. I provide a lot of value. I've given away like a zillion dollar ideas on Twitter for free. And then I've also sold, you know, um, my webinars behind it. Or I sold my services behind it. So the people who tell you to go a different route, I'm not going to say everybody is playing business, like just playing business. But what I'm going to say for those who aren't going to watch this, I'm air quotes playing business. Um, they, they tell you, all right, what you want to do is you want to uh, you want to connect with your customer and then capture their email. And then you're going to take them out on a date and you're going to do this and then you're going to babysit their kids. Like, you know, <laughs> and this is what you can do for me. Right. I can show you how to grow your Twitter account. You can give me a hundred dollars. That's the end of the exchange. You get what I'm saying? So uh, the people who go against that just haven't caught on yet and they're still into like people playing business, you know? But so check this out. When you walk into the mall and you go into you go into the Apple store, are, are, do they care about what the hell you got going on? They don't want to create these sales funnels. They have a product right there. And if you like it, they take your ass to the register and tell you to swipe your card, you know? And that's just what it is. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Makes so, sense. Yeah. What, what is interesting? Oh, go on. I was going to say what it is, is um, people don't believe in the things that they're selling. Therefore, they think they have to trick somebody into it. I'm telling you up front, I'm selling something. You know, here is my link. 
I'm selling something, you know, if you want to buy it, here it is. Enough people are going to connect, you know? So I don't, yeah, (laughs) I'm not trying to babysit no one's kids. I'm not trying to hang out with you. It's a, it's a exchange. It's upfront. You know, some people are cool. Um, so we stay in contact, you know, I stay in contact with people who bought things for me. I'm in contact with um, people that I bought things from and it's, it's just about relationships. That's, that's it. And that's all. That makes perfect sense. I always find it interesting when people don't want to pay for things, like especially when it comes to like information products and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, it's not worth what you're charging for it. But if, for example, with your Twitter product, mm-hmm. if you tell someone, I can help you grow your Twitter account to 20,000 followers, it's a hundred pounds and they don't want to pay. The question you have to ask them is, do you think you're incapable of making a hundred dollars with 20,000 followers? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's people start projecting their uh, self-doubts, their self uh, and their insecurities onto you. That's what happens. They, they don't think it's possible. Because if you were to, we're starting this, hey, we're starting this transaction at the beginning. If we started at the end and you've seen the end results, you would gladly give over your 100 pounds, right? If you've seen the end results and you had 20,000 uh, followers on Twitter and you make $1,000 a day, you would gladly, you would go back in time and give me that that thousand pounds, right? But because you can't see the the end results because you have to actually do the fucking work, uh, <laughs> then people are hesitant, right? So uh, I, I think that's interesting. But um, like you know, I just I just helped some dude on Twitter. He's like a friend of mine. I got him on Twitter. He had 118. He had 118 followers. I told him how to monetize Twitter, how to grow his Twitter. Uh, first week, $500, right? So he has 118 followers, you know? So imagine when he gets to 25,000 followers or when he gets to 30,000 followers or when he gets to where wow. I'm at, right? So if I would have told, if I tell somebody I'd help, I, I'm not going to make any guarantees to people because then they feel like they don't have to do the work, right? And that's that's the magic right there. Everyone wants to avoid doing the fuck work. But if I told you, like, I guarantee you're going to make money, you know, like, I, I guarantee it. Um, then they'd be like, oh, cool. Well, I'm not going to do the work. He guaranteed it. So I'm not guaranteeing. I'm just telling you, this is your exchange. This is the opportunity that you have. This is what's possible. I'm showing you what's possible because I'm living proof. Mm. So like, like we mentioned like people saying or not seeing the value in what you're providing, um, but you also get people who are actually just there to troll. Um, and we've seen like how you deal with a lot of trolls and you usually kind of just shut them down or you, you put them on blast. Can you talk us through that a little bit? Yeah, so usually when I engage with trolls, it's to prove a point, right? So for instance, if I say, um, if I say, here's a new watch that I have coming out and a troll says, this is ugly. There's almost nothing of value I can provide to my followers after he says this is ugly. What am I going to do? Try to convince people that it's not ugly? If he thinks it's ugly, he thinks it's ugly, right? That's one thing. Two, I say, hey, this is a new watch that I have. Check it out. And somebody says, oh, so what you do is you buy products that are made in China and you sell them for an upsell. And then I say, now I can prove a point to convey my message because this dude tweeted that from an iPhone, you know? So I can say, you bought a, a Chinese made product, which is your iPhone that was sold at like 5,000, like a 5,000% margin. You just aren't smart enough to get money off of that iPhone. 
You're just a consumer. So you're smart enough to consume or you're dumb enough to consume, but you're not smart enough to produce, you know, and I'm not calling consumer dumb, but I'm just saying like, you can't even flip it. You got got, you got hit with the Rico and you don't know what's going on, you know? So for, <laughs> so you like, you're just a part, you're just, you know, so, but that's important for me to convey to my message, uh, to my followers. So then I'll, I'll choose to engage with those trolls because I have something to teach, right? Uh, another thing I like to do is when people like go overboard, then I'll just try to make money off of them. Like, yeah, your discount cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One dude called me a nigger, and I was just like, "All right, cool. I'll be right back." You know. <laughs> so, so I, I, uh, uh, I ran a sale. I ran a sale behind him calling me a nigger, and then three hours later, I think I made like three thousand dollars, or no, it was five thousand dollars. I made five thousand dollars in three hours. And I tweeted and I was like, all right, well, you know, to be a nigger is to be ignorant. And one of us is ignorant, the other one isn't. I made $5,000 in the last three hours. What have you done besides call me a nigger, you know? So, <laughs> so sometimes I just like to, you know, flex my power, you know, exercise like how creative I am. Uh, <laughs> but I just pick and choose my battles, man. Cause sometimes it's entertaining. I want to be entertaining too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we saw that and we were kind of talking about it in our chat. Like, wow, look what this guy's doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I did it, I did it uh, two nights ago, too. Uh, so I'm building this I'm building this Sonic toothbrush brand. And not only am I I'm building it, I'm trying to show people and document the step-by-step on what you do. So okay. I made a video, you know, like, this is how you get a logo. This is how you contact the manufacturers. This is what happens when the sample gets in. So the logo was done and I posted it on Twitter. And then I was going to say, you know, my next, well, actually I did say my next two steps are to get the website and something else. So the dude seeing the name of the brand and he went to go uh, buy the domain name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he went to go buy the domain name. So I'm like, all right, here I am trying to teach people things for free. Keep this in mind. I'm doing this for free, right? Like back to my point that people don't value free shit. So I'm doing this for free and then he's going to go do that. I, I bet you if he was in a group and he paid $100 to learn this information, he wouldn't have tried to backdoor me, right? So anyways, so I said, all right, this dude like kind of ruined it for everyone, but I'm going to run a sale because I now I need money to get new samples. I need money to get a new website. I need, sample, I, I need uh, money to get a new logo. So uh, thanks to him, you guys can have a discount right now, you know? <laughs> and... Um, uh, it took me about an hour and I made about $2,200, $2,300 off of him, you know? I'm just like, there goes my point. Like, you thought you were going to buy your domain to resell it to me for a couple bucks and I'll just create more money, you know? And you just, just wasted your money. Yeah, you wasted your $12 and made me a lot more. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I, what it is is I just want to entertain people, man, and, uh, and, and show people what's possible. Like, you can be yourself. I like, because... If we weren't on Twitter, I'd do the same thing in person. You know, like if you were next to me and you did some dumb shit, I'd make a fool out of you, you know? Now I'm just doing it in person. I mean, now I could just do it on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, we were actually talking about um, like gurus and stuff and like Lamborghini bank accounts. Um, I think it was our second episode into the new year. Um, and we're just kind of like speaking on how people might view people like you as scammers people not to listen to but then the people who are saying those things ain't got nothing in their bank account so i'm like who am i supposed to listen to am i supposed to listen to you who is probably even in a worse position than me because they don't have freedom like me i have time freedom so Mm -hmm. at least i make money online 
that can exist yeah. outside mm-hmm. of a job. You have commitments, you have this and that. You also have a lot of fear. Yeah. And you probably will never go down this path. But yet that person mm-hmm. is happy and willing. And that's the, the real thing, willing. You don't have to share with us. Yeah. Like I said before, everyone in the UK who's probably rich, they're, they're mouth we, no, we don't know yeah. who they are. You are yeah. willing to share and you're doing good work. Mm-hmm. But yet those people see you as some sort of demons or flexing your muscles or, oh, you shouldn't be sharing or why are you kind of like flossing what you have in my face but it's not that it's you're showing that this is an opportunity that anyone can have yeah and that and if you take i say it all the time like yo i'm not smart i'm not like some dude i was born with a high iq you know like I'm just a regular ass dude and everyone everyone could be in this position if they should choose to focus their energy um and then you, you, you kind of have to understand that the things that you know and the things that make sense to you, they just make sense to you. You don't think about today, I'm going to, the sun rise today and why did the sun rise? Well, actually it didn't rise because it's just an illusion because the world is spinning. Like you don't have to think about these things. You just accept it as Now think about people who can't accept basic things as a truth. It's hard for you to understand why people don't understand. You get what I'm saying? So because you realize that certain people just don't understand basic concepts, there's no point of like trying to explain them to them, right? So for instance, someone saying, all right, you're selling, you're selling uh, a webinar for $100. Uh, this is some type of scam, blah, 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 right? That same person would want to study marketing at the university level, and then they end up taking an art class that cost them $4,000. And they don't realize that, like, they, they didn't even realize what, ha- what happened to them. You know, the university told them, you have to take this class. You know, it has nothing to do with what you want to study. You have to take this class. This person isn't smart enough to put two and two together. You know, they aren't smart enough to say, like, oh, uh, well, I want to learn marketing. Why don't I just go find whoever the best marketer is and buy their stuff instead of buying the university stuff? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, you just don't understand why people don't understand, nor do you want to care, like, all right, bro, your life sucks, like, whatever, man, like, do, do thing. like, you know, come tweet me when you get a lunch break or something, you know, like, I don't, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's similar to what happened to me, like, obviously, I studied psychology, and I didn't want to do psychology because of the years, and because of, uh just so many other things, so I fell in love with marketing, and just how it works, and then people were like, oh, you're going to, you know, do a master's in marketing. I was like, why would I do that? Do you guys know what's going on on social media or do the people who are winning know? Yeah, that's, man, that's so crazy. So the, I have a social media marketing brand, right? And the first time I got hired before it was a brand, it was just me going to talk to people. The first time I got hired, they, um, uh, I, I went to go get an interview or whatever. They're like, oh, we've seen what you did on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. What are your rates? So it's me dictating how much they're going to pay me, right? They, they knew all about my, my watch brand. They knew about everything I'm doing on, on social media. And they're like, what are your rates? They're willing to pay good dollars to learn from me, right? This is a company that does $100 million a year, and they're willing to work with me. I'm nobody. I just talk shit on fucking Instagram all day, right? So anyways, what's super crazy the crazy part about this is they want me to work hand in hand with their marketing team, right? <laughs> so let me get this straight. 
you've hired a bunch of people who said marketing and you found some random ass dude on the internet to show you how to market. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, the, and the reason why is because they learned marketing from some professor who's never built a marketing agency or did anything in this era. Maybe he did it in the 60s, but bro, you old, you know, like this is not. <laughs> but it, it's crazy though. Like this, these people spend their, their, their hard earned money to learn information that's outdated, you know, like just for the same company that, that you were, you know, asking to hire you to go find somebody else who just does this in his free time. You know, you could be the person that just does it in your free time. So, and the, and the, the, the partnership was in my terms. I told him, these are my rates. I'm only willing to work for one hour a week. I'll come in for one hour and meet with you. That's it. I don't want to be on your email list. I don't want this. These are the things I need. And you know what they said? Okay. Like, cause what else are they going to say? Are they going to go hire one of these marketers who have 237 followers on Instagram or are they going to hire me? You know? <laughs> no, but wow. it, 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 like, no, but what, what, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is like, if you bring the value, if you yeah. bring value to people, yeah. then the people who call you scammers and blah, 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 you just realize they're out of the loop. They're out of the loop. Like, they're so out of the loop. Like somebody, I'm gonna tell you something, man. On, on Christmas day, I went to McDonald's to get a, a McFlurry. You guys know what McFlurries are? Like, yeah, yeah. we yeah. have them there. Yeah. I know you guys have McDonald's, but I don't know if like you're in. No, like, no, I, it's true. Yeah, because the menus are different. Yeah, we have that. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, the lady at the the lady at the and uh, the drive-through was giving me an attitude, like for no reason, man. I'm just here to get a McFlurry. You know, like she's not like making eye contact, like all this stuff, right? And then it just hits you. These are the type of people that are going to be online talking shit to you. You know what I mean? Because they're frustrated. They're, they're working on Christmas. It's, I understand why they're frustrated. They have to work on Christmas. They should be with their family, all this other stuff. But it's their attitude that led them to that position, right? So if your attitude towards successful people is this guy's a scammer, or this guy's taking advantage of people, that's why you're in the position that you're in. You have a poor attitude towards success because you don't think you're capable of it. So you start to envy people who do find it. So yeah, it's not uh, as well for other people's success and their failure. What's up? What's up? They make excuses for people for um, their lack of success and other success. Yeah, also, yeah. Because of this, and mm -hmm. I can't do this because I'm not like that. Yeah, exactly. And and another thing too is they really think a lot of people think they're unique, right? Like they think that they're so unique and their life <laughs> is so hard. I'm not even joking. They think their life is so hard that there's no answers to their problems. Yeah. But somebody else in the world had yeah. a, a life 10 times worse than them and yeah. living a, a, a 10 times better life, you know? But they just think like, oh, poor me, poor me, this happened to me. Like, bro, this shit happened to everybody. Like, just drive down the most popular street on, in your neighborhood, all the business owners go through shit. Everybody goes through shit, everyone, like, but in your mind, you think maybe they were born into money, or maybe this or maybe that, like, no, they just, Felt they just chose to deal with uh, um, their struggles. They chose to overcome. They chose these things. They chose to fight the fight. You're just bitching on Twitter. Yeah. Whew, boy. Uh, if you guys aren't triggered, I am for you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just letting you know that real quick because he really spoke some truth there. <laughs> um, obviously, I say it a lot on my Twitter as well, um, but I'm even speaking to myself. But 
no one is unique in their situations. There's 7 billion of us and there's been so many others before us. How do you think your circumstances have, you know, are just the most unique circumstances that have ever existed? No, there has been someone similar to you, might not have lived exactly the same life as you, but Mm -hmm. has been able to overcome what they needed to overcome and has excelled and achieved success because they decided to. It, it's kind of hard to feel sorry for yourself at that point. Like, man, sometimes everyone, I guess at a, a while, like every, every once in a while, you might say like, damn, man, like today sucks. Or, you know, like you might challenge, like, am I on the right journey, blah, 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 right? And then you walk down the street and you see some dude that has no legs and you're like, well, my life ain't that. <laughs> you know, he has, yeah. worse, he has worse problems than I do. Like, you got to think some, some kids are in like malaria, like are dying from like malaria somewhere, like, you know, they get diarrhea one time and they're dehydrated and they die. And I'm over here bitching about these things, you know, like uh, uh, everyone faces challenges. And like you said, your challenges aren't unique. Most of most of the time we live in the Western world. Our lives are, yeah. our lives are decent. It's yeah. not like we're living in war zones. We don't live in damn Syria, you know, like, yeah, you, you like people are bitching about how hard life is from their iPhone, from Starbucks free Wi-Fi. Like, it's crazy, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it right there. That's it. I tweeted something about uh, happiness being your own responsibility. And I had a lot of people in my DMs talking about, oh, yeah, but what about if this happened and this happened and this happened? And I was like, okay, but did this happen to you? No. No. Some people. And I'm like, but this is the point. Like, you're making excuses, but responsibility for your own happiness and you'd be a lot happier. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Anytime you talk about personal accountability, the, the victim mob is going to come. They're going to come with guns blazing, man. Like, it, it's it's crazy. Like, you, you can literally say it's a good day outside and someone like, my aunt got murdered today. How is it a good day? Like, my bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Like, it's crazy that people will come and, like, try to, like, put their, like, you know, their hardships and stuff onto you and you're just, like, trying to be a positive person and all these things, it, 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 I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. But it, it is all mindset. It's all development. It's all self-awareness. It's, this is why you have to go through the journey to become a better person because yeah. you, you then become aware of these things. And then if you think about this, if you have a shitty attitude, all right. So, for instance, I did uh, in, in the Army, I did human resources, right? I didn't know anything about human resources before I joined the Army. They trained me to do human resources, right? If they train me to do human resources, they can train anybody to do human resources, right? The reason why I was able to advance and make um, and, and make connections and get promoted and things like that is because people liked me, you know? Like, you think about it, they could have just promoted anybody. Like, you can train anybody on anything, but you can't make everyone likable. So then your attitude becomes important. Like, why do I want this person who is always bitching and complaining next to me every day at work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you start to realize like your attitude is contagious. Your attitude really like, if your attitude sucks, you're going to attract sucky people and no one's going to want to work with you. No one's going to want to help you. So that's why, you know, you're kind of um, uh, helping the fact that your life sucks because your attitude sucks. <laughs> I mean, you guys can't see me, but yo, I'm just... You know when there's just so much life inside of you? Like, that's just how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but you know, to your followers, I want to I want to let you guys know, man. Like uh, the the journey to financial freedom, it starts like this. You write, take it, take a piece of paper, and write it down, and think about how much money do you need every single month. You should know this at the top of your head. If you don't know this at the top of your head, get a piece of paper and figure it out. I'll put it in your notes in your iPhone. You know, your favorite athlete's Instagram account handle, but you don't know how much money you need to live. Oh. <laughs> and then what you're going to do is you're going to figure out how to replace that income. So if you need 2,000 pounds a month, you need to figure out how you need to replace 2,000 pounds every month, right? Are you going to sell? Uh, are you going to sell two hundred? Uh, are you going to sell two hundred copies of your ten dollar or your ten pound fitness book? That gives you two thousand pounds. Are you going to? What are you going to do to come up with this money and then do it? It's it's money, man. You can replace your job. You can find the freedom. And then what's interesting is the moment that you are able to replace that income. Now you have time freedom. And you know what comes with time freedom? More money because more opportunities come when you're available to take advantage of them. Facts. Facts. That's important. It's important. And a lot of times um, people give information and they won't take action on it. But this is this is a litmus test for our listeners. The ones that say that they want to achieve financial freedom. If they haven't done this, if they don't do this after listening to this, then we'll know. Yeah, exactly. That's how that's how I see it. Like, once you have the information, if you if you don't do it, that's on you. You know, like, I just know you're a bullshitter. That you don't want things. You just say you want things because it's easier to complain than it is to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, it's it's good that we're talking about the journey now because, like, one of the questions that we had for you was: it seems with most entrepreneurs, most people that get successful, when they first start out they work and work and work and nothing seems to be happening as like it's always the exponential curve so like at the beginning it's very little progress and then suddenly something clicks and growth Mm -hmm. just happens exponentially what was it with you that made like what clicked for you that made the growth just start to happen um realizing that i can't scale what i'm doing if i keep using my human uh my human hours right so what I mean by this is what I was doing, I would say the first year of business, I was literally DMing everybody, talking to them, asking them where they're from, how they're doing, where are they studying, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of that, I would say, well, you know, um, here's my watch company if you want to check it out. And then people would buy. So I go from, you know, selling one every week to selling, you know, five a week. Just slowly, I'm getting better talking to people online, all this good stuff, right? What really changed the game for me is when I learned that instead of me talking to people individually, I could put an ad in front of a bunch of people. And then those who are like-minded, those who are interested, will come to me, you know? So imagine if you're sitting on the highway, if you're sitting on the freeway and, or, or, uh, yeah, you're sitting on the freeway and everyone's in traffic, right? Everyone's in traffic. It's bumper to bumper traffic. There's a stall or something. Um, I can go to every single car, knock on the window and say, hey, do you want to watch? Hey, I own a watch company. This is who I am. Do you want one? It would take me forever to go to every single car. Or I could put up a billboard that everyone looks at while they're in traffic anyways. 
right? Then those people will come to me. So um, when I started learning about ads and I started learning about shout outs and I started learning about these things, I start bringing the traffic to myself instead of me going to the traffic. That freed up a lot of my time to do other things. Um, and I think that's pretty much when my business took a turn for the best. Um, using these techniques, I grew from, you know, my first year I did $10,000 in sales. The second year I did $25,000 in sales. The third year I did $180,000 in sales. So it was just me uh, figuring out what I needed to do and doing it over and over and over again. So instead of using my human hours to get one sale, I could use my human hours to find ads that will get me 30 sales. Um, so it's just like about efficiency and that's what I figured out that changed the game for me. Yeah, systemization. Yep. That makes perfect sense. So when you started working on your business rather than in your business. Exactly. That's really when things started taking time. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it, it's kind of like, you know, you see this on Twitter and stuff a lot when people say like high ROI activities, you know, but it's true. Whatever it is that whatever it is that brings you the best return, whether it's financially, whether it's, you know, better um, contacts, you know, whether it's whatever, whatever brings you the best, you need to do that often. So I don't want to spend my time trying to get one sale when I could spend my time trying to get sales at once. Yeah. Um, just as you said that, like a lot of beginners, I've been victim of it. I think we all have. You like to focus on the things around <laughs> the most important things. Mm -hmm. Like you want to check that this is good and this is perfect and this and then that. But it's like, no, like just do the thing that will make you the money or do the thing that will get you in front of the client or do the thing that will get your name out there mm -hmm. because that's what's going to bring the best return. Yep. So for everyone listening to this podcast, I want you to do this. I'm going to show you how you can make money. I'm going to show you how to do it really quickly. Um, get on Microsoft Word or open up something, create a PDF and call it the I will teach you how to blank, whatever it is you're good at, dancing, drawing, um, fitness, uh, budgeting, create a PDF, make this PDF 10 pages long, and then literally go post it on your Facebook account and saying, hey, I'm pretty good at this, here are my results, I know how to dance, here's my video, I know how to draw, here's my drawings, I know how to budget, here's how much money I've saved, you, I will teach you for ten dollars. That's it. It's like actionable. You can get this shit done in three hours. You'll have a sale in two days, and then you'll realize that it's all possible. Get that, guys. <laughs> I have that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you know that the two of us, me and Michael, have done exactly what Chris has said. And we've made money from it. Yeah. And we actually help people from it. It's yeah. as small as our topics are. Well, mine is... No, nah, I wouldn't say as small as our topics are. I'm talking about mindset. Obviously, uh, Michael's talking about building a content empire, utilizing social media for the better. Yeah. You know, to make money. Yeah. Um, 
we've we've both done that and we've seen the results and it may the first time I, I got a sale I was like I got seven pre-orders like in like a second and I was mm. like whoa <laughs> it, it was a, it was a game changer I didn't do anything yep you, yeah you know? <laughs> and, then, and then what's crazy is here's the most beautiful thing about human development once you know you can't unknow yeah once you know how to make money for yourself, you can't forget about it. You know, like you can go to prison for 10 years. You come back and be like, oh, okay. So I need to figure out which problems people have. I solve the problems. They pay me for it. That's it. You know, like what you know, you can't unknow. If my company dissolved tomorrow, I'll just find something else, you know, and do the same thing, follow the same formula that I follow and I'll be good. You know, once you know, you can't unknow. Yeah, you yeah. get to a point where there's only so low that you can sink. Exactly, exactly. You're right. Like, it's interesting how like um a lot of people prefer their nine to five, their job, because of security. Mm-hmm. But like, one, it's not a security thing because you can get fired anytime. The, the whole company could go into liquidation. You, you could do everything right and still end up screwed from a job. Yeah. The real security is having the knowledge to make money for yourself because mm-hmm. no one can ever take that away from you unless you die. Yep. Yep. So what I think about uh, like the, the nine to five people, I think if you have a nine to five, you like your nine to five, your life is good. Cool. Stay there. If you have a nine to five, you don't like your nine to five. You keep bitching about sitting in traffic to go to work. You keep bitching about your supervisor. Do something about it or shut up because it's a false sense of security and you know it. That's why you're complaining. Facts. Facts. I love that. I mean, that might rattle, you know, people listening, you know, from the UK because we are very heavily in the nine to five space, which again, why we're so strange. (laughs) No, no, no. But, 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 but But just think about this. It's like this. You have a job, you go to work every single day, right? Your supervisor, see that light on me? Your supervisor hassles you every single day that you go to work, right? Is it your supervisor's fault really for hassling you and bitching and complaining? Or is it your fault for keep showing up? Go find another job. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's on you. What can you do? You're never going to change his mind. You're never going to change her mind. You just have to put yourself in another position. So, like I said, the people who are comfortable with, you know, the life that they live, I, I have nothing negative to say about it. If you like your job and you like, you know, what you're doing and working yeah. in companies that you work, that's cool. But if you're going to bitch about it, you either do something about it or stop bitching. That's literally it. <laughs> it's either, you know, you're okay or you're not. And yeah. if you're not okay, are you going to figure that out? Because if you're not, then there's no point you talking about I how you're not okay. Off a little harsh for you guys as a community, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully this sticks with somebody, man. Hopefully this sticks with somebody because you know what? In America, that's how it is. Uh, no one cares about your excuses, only your results. So that's why certain people get ahead and you know get a good life the way they want to, and others don't because they were too focused on the excuses. Mm-hmm. The problem is it's the same here. But no one wants to accept that. It's the same here. Yeah. If you don't have results, then all your excuses are meaningless. All the all the cosmetic stuff, how it looks, is meaningless. Mm-hmm. You need the results. Um, yep. 
people care too much about how it looks, how they look. Yeah. We are very much an aesthetic com- um, country. I don't know why. And I think I've just realized this now. Like, we definitely like aesthetics. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I mean, dress and everything. It goes back to that whole thing of like a lot of people, they think the first step to building a business is buying a logo and the domain name and then going to register it and then telling people that they're starting a business. But mm-hmm. at no point have they done any tangible work that won't put money in their pocket. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, 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 Michael. If people come to me like, yo, I just created my logo. Like, what do you want me to do, buy your logo? Like, what, do, what are you selling? Like, tell me something, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, help me, man. I mean, if you're not gonna help me, if you're not gonna give me a new coat to look fly, you're not gonna give me a new hat, you're not gonna give me a new watch, you're not gonna t- teach me how to budget, you're not gonna teach me how to manage my time, then I don't care about your logo, you know? Your logo could be a red dot for all I care, as long as you can help me or send me something I want, you know? It goes back to playing business. Yeah, exactly. So, um, obviously, we've been seeing the success of the info products with six-figure side hustle and now Twitter money. And we've been seeing the success of the watch brand as well. But can you tell us a bit about Ridge Market, where you build e-commerce brands for other entrepreneurs? All right. So, um, what I've noticed is... Well, I was selling six-figure side hustle when I got to the point where I had about 2,000 sales. I realized that all the feedback that I get every day on Twitter is dope. You open my mind, you do this, you do that, you know, you did this. But I left <clears throat> I left my phone number at the end of Six Figure Side Hustle and people weren't picking up their phone to call me, right? Like <clears throat> 2,000 sales, I maybe talked to 40, 50 people on the phone. And then I realized that maybe they're tripping up over things that seem simple to me, but they're hard to them. For example, if I told your listeners right now, all right, all you need to do is uh, develop a website, load some products on there, and then go get some ads, right? To me, it's just, if somebody yeah. told me that, I know exactly what to do. If if I told a, a starter that, a beginner that, they're going to be like, where do I get a website from? How do I make a website? Like, you know, yeah. there's, <laughs> I just like, you know, I just said like, oh, six months worth of work for a beginner i said in three seconds and i can execute in three seconds but it's going to take forever so now i'm like man that's what i think that's what's stopping people from building brands that's what's stopping people from doing this or doing that so um last september i'm laying in the bed in france it's like four o'clock in the morning i can't sleep and i'm like i'll build a brand so i got on twitter and i said hey i'll build a brand for the next 10 people to send me a thousand dollars. I'll build a brand for you. This is what you'll get from that brand building. You're going to get a sample product. You're going to get a website. You're going to get um, the the Instagram accounts to run shout outs with. You're going to get a social media account. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to get six figure side hustle. And I told them exactly what they would get. And I wanted to build a brand for 10 people just to show that I'm capable of building brands that will go up to be extremely successful. Right. So that was my offer. In about seven minutes, I had about 28 people send me that money, you know? Wow. So, but I told them to send half. I told them to send half. So they didn't send me, it wasn't, it wasn't like 28 people sent me a thousand, they sent me 500, right? And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. This, this is nuts. Like, this is a lot of money. That, that, that day was the most money I've ever made in the day, right? And, um, 
And it was just because I simply did what I just told your followers to do. I came up with something and I pitched it to people. You know, I said, this is what I know how to do. Here's how you can buy it from me. And everyone starts sending me their money. So in my mind, I'm like, man, I just created $28,000 in value in about seven minutes. So let me open this up to more people. So I said, all right, uh, I'll take, you know, 20 more spots, 50 more people send me money. And I'm like, this is crazy, right? So um, I had a friend, I have a friend, he's like my childhood best friend. He's in uh, Africa at the time. He's in the military. He's stationed or he was deployed to Africa. He has a lot of time on his hands. And I had been telling him about e-commerce and I've been telling him about you can make money online. Like, and then I told him, I, I was like, bro, if you work with me, whatever the military pays you, you'll make that in a week. Right. And uh, he was like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, this is what you need to do. You need to learn how to contact the manufacturers on Alibaba. You need to learn how to do this and do this. I'm going to walk you through it. And then you start doing it on your own or whatever. Okay. Yourself, I know how to do it. So I'm going to teach you how to do it, but I'm not going to hold your hand through it. Yeah. And he was like, all right. So I told him I got 82 brands right now to build. Um, you do X, Y, and Z for me. And I'll give you, I'll pay you whatever you want to be paid. So he's like, uh, I'll just take, you know, 10%. So the first 82 brands, I owe him $8,200. Uh, $82,000, I owe him 8,200 of that, right? And he's like, man, that's like easy money. And I'm like, yeah, it is, right? So I'm like, actually, let's just be partners. So the 83rd order that we get and on, we'll just split it 50-50. So we created the partnership and then we said, what are we gonna call it? And we, uh, we met in a, in a town called Southridge. It's in California. Uh, that's where I met him. So we just called it The Ridge. And some people call it The Ridge. Okay. Ridge Market and Market, because you're going to be able to come on our website and buy brands, you know, so it's a marketplace. So then we came up with The Ridge Market. Um, so then what happened was we just got the flow going. We, we told people, hey, which brands do you want? What do you want? Um, we're going to go scout some products that are profitable and marketable the same way because the watches are profitable and they're marketable. So for instance, if you're selling chairs, they're profitable. You can find some profitable chairs. You could buy a chair for two bucks and sell it for a hundred dollars, but how are you going to market it? It's kind of like, you got to be really creative. So we want to find things that you can market kind of right away, you know, profitable and marketable. We came out with a list we sent a list to all our customers and we said, you pick your own brand. Here's what you here's what you can buy for. Here's what like the wholesale cost. Here's the retail cost. You tell us what you want us to build for you, and then they just start build me a watch company, build me a speaker company, build me a gun safe, build me blah blah blah. And then we just got to work, man. And it's amazing. It's amazing. So you know, uh, you know, yesterday we had a we offer we offer a one hour consultation call so we can walk them through everything when their brand's ready for them to be delivered. Okay, so yesterday we were on Zoom. We did a Zoom meeting, uh, but instead of doing a one-on-one -on -one call, we did we opened it up for ten people to do you know the consultation call at once because one person might have a question that the next person doesn't have, right? So, anyways, this is the message that I got this morning. Hey, fellas, thanks for the consultation tonight. Use I used the drop shipping site, made some money tonight. Also, thanks for putting me onto Gumroad. I made some money from that too. You guys rock, right? So he sent this maybe six hours after the consultation call was over. And he already wow. made money from his gumroad. He made money from his dropshipping brand, right? Like 
Uh, well, what we did was we told him, if you have a physical product, like let's say I have watches, I can drop ship um, bracelets on my same website. Therefore, I don't have to spend the money on the inventory for, you know, and then you could okay. do like, a frequently bought together. So if somebody's about to go check out on my watch website, you could say, uh, most people also buy this bracelet that goes, you know, with this watch. And now you're getting an increased, you know, average order value or whatever. So he took that strategy, he applied it, he started making money six hours after we got off the phone in the middle of the night. And what's crazy is for every time somebody tells me, you help me make money, because you have to think, helping someone make money is helping their family. You know, they're not the only person, you know, like maybe their kids rely on them, blah, blah, blah. So if I can help you out, I can help your family out, I'll feel good. So for every person that says, yo, Chris, you helped me out, like you directly told me what to do to make money, it's like worth 10 million people online saying like, you're a scammer for selling information, you know? Like, okay, cool, but these people's lives are changing. So uh, that's what the Ridge Market is. It's a, it's a build a brand service. So you'll realize in life that most of the things that we pay for in life, we're paying for convenience. For example, you go to McDonald's and you order French fries and a hamburger. You could go to the you could go to the grocery store and buy everything to make yourself French fries and a hamburger. You could also grow the potatoes yourself. You could also go <laughs> the cow yourself, but you're paying for the convenience, right? So that's the way that you know we're we're um, we're cornering off the market. Is we'll do the dirty work for you. You know we'll do the dirty work for you. Um, you just got to execute whenever we're ready, whenever it's time. And then that's the birth of the Ridge Market. <laughs> Damn. That's it right there. See, it's just a gap. There's a problem that, you know, is quite noticeable, hidden in plain sight. You look at it. Oh, mm -hmm. no one's doing this. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, let me do it. Ask just to see if it's going to bang. And then if it does, then it does. Yep. You know, if it doesn't, then move on to the next one. Now, nah, so, that's really amazing. So think about this is how I think about life. If I was laying that night that I was laying in the bed and I pushed that tweet out. If I would have published that tweet. So there's different options that that could have went. If I would have published that tweet and nobody bit, I would have just deleted the tweet and continued to live my life the way I did. Mm. Right? If I was too afraid to publish the tweet because I didn't want to put myself out there look at everything that I would have missed out on. So that's called opportunity cost. You know, like it would have cost me this, what I'm doing now, you know, because I didn't publish that tweet because I'm afraid of criticism or because I'm afraid of this or because I'm afraid of that, you know? So um, you all you do is you shoot your shot and you see what happens, you know? And this is the result of what happens when, you know, you shoot your shot. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I always tell people the worst thing, like, the worst thing that anyone can say is no. Exactly. And if someone says no, you haven't, your life hasn't changed at all from what it was before you asked the question. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, like I was saying earlier, for every six no's that you get, and what's crazy too is online, people aren't going to tell you no. They're just going to ignore your message. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not gonna they're, gonna they're not gonna like if i dm someone and say hey i have an opportunity for you you know i'll teach you how to monetize i see that you have a viral tweet i'll teach you how to capitalize on that viral tweet if you give me a hundred dollars most okay most people might say like no thank you or how are you going to do that but but majority of the time they're just going to ignore it like 
not interested, you're just gonna ignore it, you know? And if I'm too afraid to be ignored, then I don't deserve to, I don't know, call myself a hustler in the first place. Um, oh, dropping all the gems, honestly. <laughs> Literally, yeah, this I'm episode, I, I think this is the most actionable episode and most, not relatable, but most inspiring episode just because like, you are where we want to be. Like, yes. and you are like the only person that's really got to a level where, you know, might scare people. <laughs> you know, that's unachievable, but you're there. So you can be like, honey, I did this in like yeah. four years. So you can do it too in, in half the time because I'll, I'll outsource all my mistakes to you. You know, mm-hmm. all you have to do is just pay me a little fee. And yeah. then, you know, you can and, do exactly what I did. And think about what, think about what you're asking. Like for me selling six figure side hustle, think about what I'm asking people. I'm asking them to give me $50 in exchange for this knowledge, right? Some people will say it's not worth it. And if it's not worth it for them, it's not worth it for them. But these same people want to be where I'm at or want to know where I, what I know. And they go spend that same $50 on alcohol on the club. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's only 50 yeah. Oh, like, yo, I, I ain't asking for the world, you know, 50 bucks, that's it. So it, it, it tells people to put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, value is relative. People yep. See, value is a real thing that people ignore. If you truly see the value in something, you'll pay whatever the asking price is. If exactly. You, you'll find a way to pay. You will save up. You'll yep, exactly. If it matters, you'll find a way to make it happen. Exactly. So yeah, man, I told you I was gonna bring some fire to y'all, man. So. No, you you did. You you did not hold out, honestly. <laughs> about high, man. What's up? What'd you say? Bar is set real high. I mean, like, when we invite new people on, if they hear this, then they might not want to come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So like I, I wanna see you guys' podcast blow up, man. This is dope. This is dope. I I like it. You know what? And uh, just like based on the way I grew up and stuff, I wasn't really open like with my life and then I've been opening up for like the last year and it's crazy just telling your story and like how people can like resonate with it and stuff you know um so then you know I, I took the next step and I'm like all right I want to do podcasts now you know what I mean like you got a podcast what's up <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's even like crazier for us just because we're still like at the beginning and you know people don't want to share that but we know that even we're like just a little bit off the floor yeah. and like even t- like us, people are still asking us questions to even get where we are. And it's like, yeah. how am I even, like I'm not even anywhere close to you to a gurus. <laughs> like I'm nowhere near, but it's not like I'm hating. I'm, I see it and I'm like, this is going to be me. Like I, I know this is possible for me because you guys did it. Yeah, so, um, yeah. When I see all of you guys, honestly, it's just inspiring. Um, sometimes I even get overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my, like this one's saying this thing, this one, and I'm like, yo, I just need to focus on what I'm going to yeah, do yeah. Um, yeah. to secure Fine. the bag, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, nah, honestly, it's been an amazing interview, but the boys do have two last questions, isn't it? Um, One, I think. The, There's this one. Or they're basically the same question, aren't they? Soldier boy one. The soldier boy one. All right, let's get it. Okay. Um, Michael. So, 
basically, you might have seen in the past, I think, week or I don't know how long Soldier Boy's been doing this, but Soldier Boy has come back out of the blue. We thought he was dead, and he's basically trolling the whole world um, in order to sell, I think it was a games console that he was selling. But mm-hmm. I feel like he has music coming as well. So that's why he wanted to troll us. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a two-part question. The first is, like, what do you think of the power of trolling? Do you ever do it yourself? Um, beyond the promo codes or um all right so trolling i don't really troll um but what what trolling is it's a synonym for something that's more important and it's traffic right he's staying relevant he can get traffic he gets people to his website he gets traffic to his website right his method of getting traffic is to troll my method of getting traffic might be to do something else or your method to get traffic might do something else like that. Right. But what he's doing is he's getting traffic. So if he can get, if he can get, you know, 10,000 people to hit his website and 10 of them and 10% of those people convert to buying his game called. So he now has a thousand sales in a day. So he's just using that leverage, you know? Um, but I, I actually been, you know, I've been keeping up with what he's doing. And I think it's entertaining as hell, man. I think it's entertaining. Just probably not my cup of tea, you know. Like I only want to speak my truth, man. And I don't want to go around like kind of creating chaos. And then what was the second part of the question? So the second part was basically I kind of looked at what he was doing, and I looked at the games console that he's selling, uh-huh. and obviously he's been like sued by Nintendo and Sony and all this stuff. Um, and like I saw a review for the console and I like was wondering, you might know because you know e-commerce. Do you think this guy is drop shipping games consoles? Because to me, it looks like he, he picked up like a Chinese Xbox from AliExpress or wherever and basically drop shipped using his name as Brandon. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything this dude went to a manufacturing and got this thing developed. He found something for cheap because somebody pitched him the idea of drop shipping and then he he said yo he text email called the manufacturer and said how much to slap my logo on it and they said all right instead of 33 dollars a unit it's going to be 35 dollars a unit he said all right cool or they said or maybe you know he bought the inventory or maybe he didn't buy the inventory at all he just said like can you put my console can you put my logo i don't even know if his logo is on it every time somebody orders it and then just charge me extra fee however he did that's exactly what he did was drop shit, shit. You know, like he just found a manufacturer that's already popping and, and he just leveraged it. Uh, where he messed up is imagine if he would have did that with, with watches, but instead of because he had there's licensing issues that he's got to deal with, right? Yeah. But imagine if he found a watch and he called it the Soldier Watch and then, well, he did find a watch. He called it Soldier Watch. Uh, or he just found like a classic watch like this and then he just said, hey, instead of you um, using Roman numerals for your numbers, just use dashes or just use regular numbers. And now this watch is unique to only him, you know, like, and now he doesn't have to deal with that. He could sell the same amount doing whatever. Um, but now nah, that's pretty smart, man. And it's kind of crazy how many people are hating on the dude, but they're really just hating on them themselves and showing their own ass, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay, cool. I feel vindicated. <laughs> yeah, Soldier Boy came back, man. That's dope. Yeah, he's, like he's the king of this internet thing, man. 
Yeah, I, I like to see this. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to see him get money, man. This is this is cool. It's cool to watch it. Yeah, that was the last question. Yeah, Chris, honestly, you have done things today. Yo, like even Harry Potter hasn't done some of the things that you did. Like you really did some stuff right now. You really dropped some magic here today. Um, thank you so much for being here and giving you know us your time because I know that your time is precious. Um, like that, we were able to get you for you know close to two hours. Like we really appreciate it. Um, please tell the guys your socials. Please tell them to follow you. All the stuff that you know they can learn from from you and all that. Oh, yeah, man. plug the website and all that. All right, so uh, so you follow me on Twitter. It's Nappy Boy N A P P Y B zero, not an O, a zero. Y Y. That's my Instagram. I mean, sorry, that's my Twitter handle. My Instagram handle is Chris with four S's Johnson. And then uh, you want. Uh, check out my watch company is www.17th-watches.com and if you want me to build a brand for you it's www.theridgemarket.com and once you get to my my twitter account you're gonna see six figure side hustle so if you want a bunch of knowledge packaging to a one hour actionable uh cool webinar you can buy it there amazing amazing yeah guys the thing is yeah it, there's actually no excuse because i was already telling you guys about him but you didn't want to listen okay will you listen now now you know all the stories now you know the tea will you listen to me now okay, i told you guys follow this guy well, <laughs> yeah, yeah we man. sent out emails we sent out tweets you guys please follow this guy because honestly especially if you're the e-com world the e space building a brand a physical brand literally chris is your guy to be honest a service business too because the ridge market is really doing the most okay so <laughs> both things to be honest just go chris is just the guy okay <laughs> um yeah cool man thanks for having me on your show yeah no worries um and obviously um don't forget to rate review subscribe comment share everywhere all the you know this is the good news please share it as many places as you possibly can and we all know how this goes if you can't buy it twice just know that there's rice at home Yo, 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 what up? This is Chris Johnson, a.k.a. Nappy Boy, and you're listening to The Rice at Home.